So welcome everybody to another episode of Farm to the Soul. And um, today I have a lovely guest, Cornelius Stark, with us from Elevated Minds. So welcome, uh, Connie. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. And uh, I truly appreciate this wonderful opportunity. Thank you, Natasha. Oh, no, it's a pleasure. So um, Connie is mainly about educating people on spirituality, energy shifts, shifts in their beliefs using different philosophies and manifesting and we thought as 2023 comes to an end um and we're into a new year that it would be interesting to talk about manifesting but before we go into that connie how has how do you view 2023 for yourself and sort of everybody basically the community Hmm. Okay, when I look over and when I look back uh, of 2023, going right back to the beginning of the year, I can see that for me personally, I had to overcome a lot of um, challenges for myself. I was able to really see my unconscious programming on so many different levels. And I discovered through my own journey in many ways that a lot of us actually hold collective beliefs. Mm. And one of them is self-sabotage. Yeah. Uh, another one is the fear of loss. Mm. Um, we are afraid of change and I encountered so many changes this year, but beautiful changes. And sometimes it looked a little bit scary. However, through my own mindset and how I felt in my heart, believing that all your wishes have been granted already, I was able to manifest something much greater. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people have had a few struggles this year, but actually if we can flip them and, and look at them from a different perspective, I think a lot of people have been working very hard and have found the year hard in that sense. But actually, you know, if you look at that as setting the foundations for something new, um absolutely you can put a different slant on it can't you yeah yeah when when we look at 2023 the changes energy shifts have been initiated already and going forward into 2024 we will see more changes uh yeah. because there will be a lot of toxicity that will be set free or will have to be set free in order for us to really live a life uh, of joy. We've been conditioned um, and it is a belief, a belief we are born with that we have to suffer on earth. Now, through my own life experiences, I have identified and I, I've been able to see that it is just in our 
comfort zone. It's our blueprint to believe that we have to suffer. But actually, my belief is that we're here to evolve our soul. Our soul wants to change. Our soul wants to explore nicer things. Our soul wants peace. Mm. And every single soul wants peace and harmony. Mm. And in order to achieve that, we need to look into our hearts. We need to look at our subconscious. We need to look at our unconscious programming, things we do automatically without knowing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true because people talk about, you know, the earth being a difficult place to be and that we're learning lessons. But we're also told paradoxically that, you know, we're here to have joy, to enjoy things. And often those two seem to be at conflict. You know, it's almost like it's hard work doing all of this clearing stuff. It can be really traumatic, you know, and we can get drawn into that instead of actually our souls want to have fun. They want to be joyous. They want to have a great life and you can have it all. You know, that's a very common belief as well, isn't it? We can't have it all. We've got to suffer. We've got to have the dark to have the light. Mm-hmm. Which is true. We we can't have the light all the time. Yeah. Because imagine the sun shining 24-7, full speeds, right? Now, that would be exhausting. <laughs> that yeah. would be very tiring. That's not good either. So no. we also need to have the shadow of us. However... We need to understand our shadow because when we understand our shadow, we can actually accept our shadow. And the shadow is always that part we don't want to show to other people, but it does exist within us. Mm. And I was lucky um, that I was on the journey where I could play out my shadow side without knowing that it was my shadow side. Um, Now I have come out of this because I understand my shadow, meaning, yeah, at times I do need my shadow because that's also the dark feminine energy. Mm. And the dark feminine energy is being assertive. And it is in line with being healthy as in the healthy masculine. So being the the kind person, yes, but you also need to have your boundaries. And I, I always say, this is why it is so important to know your values, but yeah. then also to have the courage to live those values. Yeah. Knowing and doing are two different things. Yeah. So... Yes, I agree with you. There's a lot of conflict within us, and this creates the chaos. Yeah. And when we can accept, ah, there's chaos. Ah, why is the chaos there? Oh, the chaos is there because my child got denied. I denied my own child. When we can accept that, right, then the emotions of that child who felt neglected, abandoned, 
right? We can then do something about those emotional um, ups and downs because the unheard, the unrecognized child causes the emotional upheaval, turmoil, and this creates a disharmony within us. And when you're talking about the child, you're talking about our inner child, that part. Our inner child, yes, our inner child. And in many ways, by ignoring the inner child, we're just reinforcing exactly what the child experienced. So whilst many people think, oh, I'm different to how my parents did it, but actually you're not because you're continuing with it yeah yeah you're conditioned you you conditioned from an early and often we say look towards your parents for you know parenting skills for you know how because when you have children you don't get a manual you look to what your life experience is so Mm -hmm. it perpetuates certain ways of being Absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned parenting, Natasha, because sadly, these days, a lot of women are single and have to bring up their children uh, by themselves, which is a very demanding job. However, also a lot of women have codependency in them, meaning that they rely on their children to be happy. So they put a big burden onto their children already that the child is there to support them emotionally. Yeah. And it should be the other way around because what we can have is that a lot of mothers could see their child as an extension of themselves. Yeah. And this is toxic. Yeah, it is as simple as that, because a child is not there to make you happy. You are there to help your child who become this human being who can enjoy life. But if you do not believe that life is enjoyable and that you can achieve joy, how can you bring up your child to be joyful how can you bring up your child with healthy self-esteem how can you trust yourself if you don't trust um your parenting skills yeah yeah that's it we're here to guide them and then you know nothing could be more prouder than to see them go off and create lives of their own without any codependency without any absolutely Yeah, implanting the trust in themselves, okay? Because when when we can do this, then we create harmony. Yeah. But if we are afraid that one day where they will leave us, well, that's codependency. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So they are allowed to fly the nest. And through my hypnosis training, I learned one big thing, and that's massive. Your children do not belong to you. They are not you. They only come through you. And here's the thing. 
when we have this belief that we own our children, they become an object. We have possessions, like a television, like a table, right? But a human being is not an object. No. So therefore, we have no right to um, own them. No, no, not at all. Mm, interesting. So, um, Connie, tell me, 2023, what was your, what do you feel was your um, greatest achievement in 2023? My greatest achievement was to pay off a quarter of a million debt. Excellent. <laughs> That's an that was my greatest achievement, being absolutely <laughs> debt-free. Yeah, that's a lovely way yeah. of being. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and yeah. Go on. What were you going to say? And this is my greatest achievement, also upgrading myself, not just internally, but also externally. So uh, I am in a much nicer place now before, um, also living in a nicer place. There was nothing wrong with the place I had before. However, I am now in a bigger place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when I look back now, how I manifested this place, it is truly... Um, where you have to feel it in your heart. Yeah. And when I saw this place where I'm living now for the very first time, or not for the very first time, but after some time again, my heart opened up almost like a lotus flower. And I could feel the pure energy of delight and joy. And you know, I didn't know at the time whether I was going to move in here. Yeah. But it happened. Yeah. It happened because I manifested this. Yeah. And that's something we're going to talk about now, manifesting into 2024. But the reason I asked you what your biggest achievement was, I really feel that it's important to focus on the positive as we go into the new year, because you've got to have that positive mindset. There's no point in dwelling on 2023 and, oh, thank God that's over because this happened and this, because you're just getting in the wrong mindset before you even start, aren't you? It, it's all about emotions. It's all about feelings when you manifest. Absolutely. But you see, here's the thing. I can feel delightful today and tomorrow I can be in a completely different state where I doubt everything. Yeah. And the key word here is doubt. And I always say in my teachings, doubt is poison to the soul. It is a matter of mind over reality. And when we manifest, You've got to be in that state of being where your wishes have been granted already. So you're already the ego, that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But the ego then starts to creep in and doesn't want you to leave your comfort zone. No. Because your ego is there to protect you. All right. So 
whilst you want A, but you're not getting A, you are staying stuck at B. Or you could also say, whilst you want B, you're staying stuck at A. Because your ego will always try to pull you back. And why I said earlier I combine spirituality with science is because the brain needs to keep you in balance. That's the only function of the brain apart from thinking, right? Mm. However, knowing that your brain is here to keep you in balance, that means when you're actually in conflict, when you're in chaos internally, that's also your balance. Meaning you're actually imbalanced and your brain will always take you to your imbalance. So whilst you want balance and harmony, <laughs> the ego says, no, 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 no. That is not what I'm used to. I need you to put back into your balance, which is your imbalance. Yeah, so you the, your imbalance becomes your norm, basically, and you get used to that feeling so that when you then go into balance, it feels strange because you're not used to mm -hmm. it. So that's mm -hmm. a very that's difficult, yeah, that's quite a difficult thing to share. That's right. That's right. And one rule of the mind says, make the familiar unfamiliar and the unfamiliar familiar. Yeah. Now. It's fascinating when you look into it and I ask my people, so if something is unfamiliar, how can you feel the unfamiliar yeah. thing? How do, you, how do you know how that If feels? you've never experienced it, right? Yeah. If you don't know what it feels like to stay, let's say, in the five-star hotel, how would you know that feeling? Well, you wouldn't know. So yeah. therefore, you need people like us who can give that feeling to people, mm. right? Because we can, through words, through visualization, uh, we can put our uh, beautiful light energy onto them so they can feel the excitement of what it actually might feel like to travel in a private jet, for example. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that is then how the unfamiliar becomes familiar. But yeah. it is a process, and it doesn't happen overnight. You know, some people promise, oh, you can change your life in seven days. And I actually smile at that and say, no, no. No, energy work is not a quick fix, is it? Absolutely it's not. Yeah. Absolutely it's not. It's a daily right? so, thing. Absolutely. I mean, yes, when you're younger, you can kind of um, recondition yourself more easily because you don't have uh, as much life experience, right? But yeah. when you are older and you have lived your beliefs for decades, now that takes a little bit more. Yeah. Of time. yeah. So people can start really. I mean, this is where um, workshops with um, vision boards and 
you know, making a little manifesting altar and um, writing down what you're grateful for. You, you know, you can start anywhere like that, can't you? Because you've got to take that That's first right. step. That's so right. Perhaps becoming when, familiar with what gratitude feels like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And most people, uh, thank you for mentioning gratitude. Most people focus on... Um, oh, I'm glad I have a car. Yeah, that's all well and good, right? Yes, it, it, it gives you independence. But if you don't have the money to put petrol in, or if you don't have the money to pay insurance, well, your car is useless, mm. really. Mm. So what I say is focus on something small, like be grateful for that you have warm water. Yeah, because many and a roof over your head. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. That's right. Be grateful that you can sleep peacefully at night. Yeah, the fundamentals, right. really. The fundamentals, yeah. Mm. Be grateful for your body, right? Be grateful for that you have two healthy hands. Be grateful for having two healthy eyes so you can see color. Be grateful mm. for your ears that you can hear, right? Yeah. So all these little things make a huge difference, but we take them so for granted that we forget about those and we just focus on big things, things outside of us. Yes, yes, that's exactly that. Uh, wealth, really, isn't it, that we tend mm. to focus on? Yeah. Mm. So, Absolutely. so starting right at the basics and just and and familiar because when I started doing energy work, I really didn't. I found it really hard to understand to equate, like, say, the feeling of sadness to the word sad. I know that sounds mm. ridiculous, but mm. how do I know what I'm feeling is sadness? Mm. Could it not be disappointment? Could it not be a mixture of things? You know, that's I right. That's I right. I found that difficult to equate so sometimes it's quite hard to actually know what that the emotion you're feeling is absolutely because within sadness we have different emotions as well yeah. right yeah. it is for example disappointment yeah right and disappointment happens when we are so attached to an outcome yeah and then oh. we don't get it and that causes a disappointment. Yeah. Or grief. Right? You can have grief mixed in there, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Frustration. Yeah. So frustration is linked to anger. Yeah. Right? Lack of trust. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you want to manifest powerfully and successfully, one of the most important things is once you have felt that your wish has been granted already you need to forget about it yeah we were talking about this the other day weren't we yeah and, yeah and two on two occasions where I really felt that something came to me that I'd asked for it was such a light touch it was just a thought a conversation and then literally I just let it go I didn't even think about it that's right and it was only yeah. when it arrived and I thought Good grief, I think I've manifested that. Yeah. And but to, it was so light. There was nothing sort of staged or 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 um intense about it. There was nothing. It was just very, very light thought. 
I'd really love to do that. And then a few months later, it turns up. Yeah, yeah. The other day, uh, I manifested a £50 note. I fancied a £50 note to have in my purse uh, where I I, I don't want to spend it because £50 notes are very rare to get hold of. So I had that thought in the morning. Um, I got ready for the day. And as it happened, I did need to pick up some money out of the cash machine. But not at any point did I think of the £50 note, right? So I drew out some money, and you won't believe what came out. A £50 note out of the cash machine, right? (laughs) You don't get it even in shops, you know, let alone out of a cash machine. When I saw this £50 note, my eyes lit up and I thought, this is fun. And ever since, uh, I really see manifestation as fun because I am not attached to the outcome. That's it. You've got to come from a really light energy. Yes, very much. If you're you're desperate for this, if you're so intense about it, that's a block in itself, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. If you look... You know, I mean, people often wonder about the how, okay? And uh, I always say, well, the how is actually control, right? Mm. If I had wanted a a 50-pound note, as in really wanting to chase it, Mm. I probably would have gone to the bank and said, can I have a 50-pound note, please? Yeah, yeah. Right? But that was not my intention at all. I just fancied a 50-pound note, right? matter to me whether I had one or not okay it didn't change anything in my life but it is fun to manifest like yesterday I went into town I thought oh I wonder who I'm going to meet whoa I let go of the thought and guess I met a friend of mine who I had not expected to meet or to run into at all Mm. so it does work, but you've got to let go of the outcome and stop chasing, stop controlling. And this is in line with the feminine energy because a, a feminine, pure feminine energy attracts, and that is the law of attraction. Yeah. I was always taught that you, um, um, it wasn't up to you how it happened, and that wasn't part of your job. So to just forget about that, it doesn't matter. And actually, when I did manifest things, I could never have thought that out. <laughs> I could That's never right. have found that path. Usually it's so obscure, yeah. isn't it? And it just, yeah. you know, yeah. there's an element in yeah. there that you just didn't even know about. You know, yeah. so you can't, that's not your job to work out how. It's just your job to ask and then let it go, basically. That's right. And people, you know, people question the law of attraction and the law of assumption and other spiritual tools. And I always say, well, if you understand the process, and I mean really fully understand, you can have so much fun with it. Yeah. But people don't allow themselves to have fun. And that goes back to the collective belief of we are here to suffer. Yeah. Right? We can't have it all. Blah blah blah. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Okay. So manifestation is fun. Yeah. Enjoy can. it. It's light, it's easy, it's it doesn't have to be a chore, does it at all? Exactly. Light, it's it's it's, it's a game. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. It's a game. And they do say a game of life. I always I always bring up these little old sayings that we, there's always a grain of truth in them. Um always. so yeah, game of life. Always. So game of life, um, you, you you just need to make your own rules, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so you're gonna draw some cards for us, aren't you, Connie? Um indeed. Connie and I both do card readings as well. So we often do a share, don't we? And um, Yeah, we do. So we're going to to pull some cards for 2024. Collectively, what's happening for all of us, um, whatever you think, Connie, the overall energy of 2024 or the first month, it's entirely up to you. Okay. Okay. I'd like to go for the overall energy for 2024. Okay. Um, and I'm using the uh, cards, the Power of Surrender cards by Judith Orloff. Okay. Um, and what is it we need to surrender to? Um, now, surrender doesn't mean to give up. And I'll pull a card as well. My cards yeah. are the Earth Warriors Oracle by Alana Fairchild, which are absolutely beautiful cards. Really mm. lovely cards. But as I've been doing so much with Earth frequencies lately, I thought I'd just pull an Earth Warriors card mm. for 2024. <laughs> I have one card. It says, surrender the idea uh, you can fix someone's. <laughs> But there you are. That's what it's, we're trying to do. Yeah, it's time for a relationship to shift. It doesn't work to try to fix someone. True. Yeah. Fix yourself, right? Yeah. Each person must be accountable for his or her own healing. That's and I very think, interesting, isn't it? That yeah. Yeah. And I think this is what we're going to be confronted with in 2024 that we have to focus more on ourselves. But people reject this thought because it's easier to focus on others than yourself, right? It's painful. It's less painful. So I want to change you, but I don't know what I want to change you into. And then you change that person and then you don't like what you have changed that person into. And then it comes to divorce, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. So a friend of mine many, many years ago, he did say exactly that. Right. The woman tries to change you, then you change and then they don't want you anymore because you have changed. Right. <laughs> but it does work the other way around as well. Yeah. You know, so it's not yeah. just women. Uh, it can also be men who try to change a woman. Right. Yeah. So it is focusing on yourself and identifying uh, your own beliefs and uh, your own shadow and your own unhealthy ego. That is maybe what it's it also, is required. Yeah. And also women, you know, when those red flags come up in, in a relationship to not to think, oh, I can change him. I can sort that one out. Because actually, it's not your responsibility to sort it out. It's your no. your responsibility to sort yourself out and to 
to understand the way that you react to different situations, mm-hmm. etc. But mm-hmm. it's not your responsibility to change anybody else. They have to do the work. They have yep. to get those understandings. That's right. And I always say, Natasha, a woman needs to heal herself. Because when she heals herself, she automatically heals others. And that is her job. It's not the man's job, right? If you heal yourself, you will raise your frequency. Any man who wants to be with you will have to raise his frequency. But you cannot say to someone else, you need to heal yourself. It doesn't work. And I always say, A calm mind of a woman is behind every calm mind of a man. Mm. A woman has a lot of responsibility, Mm. right? A a woman's job is to create balance and harmony. That's her job. And by shifting yourself, and just by the nature of how that works, you do naturally shift other people around you because they have to... They, they are affected by your energy at all times. So um, they're going to feel that shift. That's right. That's right. Now, the other two cards I pulled out is Surrender to Miracles. And it is to oh, be I open like to miracles. Yeah. <laughs> because it's in line with manifestation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you can manifest, it takes the stress out of your life. But again, if your body is used to stress, your brain will automatically say, or the ego, uh, 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 come back, my darling. <laughs> I need to give you stress, right? Because yeah. that's what you're used to. Right? Yes, yeah, so we need to make miracles the norm for us, don't yes. we? Yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And it, the other card says surrender resentments. Holding on to resentments only poisons you. And that is the doubt you have within yourself, right? And the doubt was instilled and planted in you when you were younger. So try to forgive others for their shortcomings and keep moving forward towards positive situations in your life. And the overall energy, believe it or not, at the bottom of the deck is surrender your addictions and it is whether you're addicted to substances food people sex or overworking huge huge issue overworking take action to begin to heal the addiction and replace it with healthier alternatives and i think overall for 2024 a lot of healing will start to kick in yeah and that isn't that you know just by looking at why you overwork say sitting down and what am I avoiding at home or what am I avoiding looking at in myself so I, I focus on something completely different whatever it is just getting those understandings and the healing starts doesn't it that's what energy healing is all about yeah and it is getting rid of toxicity within us. And in order to do this, we need to look at ourselves and understand ourselves. And I always say the language of the heart is like a foreign language. We need to learn it. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you. And the card I pulled is Panthera, the precious and rare. And 
I'll just read you the blurb. You have the strength to handle any challenge, even the ones that intimidate you. You may feel that you are alone in the fight sometimes, but there are forces of good in spirit and upon the earth that are fighting with you, supporting you, believing in you, assisting you and championing your success. It may not always feel like it, but you are not in this alone. There is help at hand to uncover a hidden piece of information which will allow truth and justice to prevail. Mm. Mm. So that's nice. Again, though, uh, you know, a lot of it is about, well, all of it, actually, is about looking at ourselves and understanding where our hiccups are and where our shortcomings are and not avoiding those, but facing them head on. Fully, fully agree. And, you know, another card I just pulled out of the uh, Wisdom of of the Oracles by Colette Baron-Reed, a leg up. And a leg up means it's looking for help. Who can help you in your uh, energy work, in your emotions? Mm. Because we can't do everything by ourselves. That's why we have healers. And that's what the Panthera card was saying as well, that you have support there. Look out. Look for it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Definitely. That's right. And you see, those both cards are basically saying seek support. Yeah. Seek support. And this is what we need. Yeah. 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 A lot out there, definitely. Um, And I, I honestly think, not just because I'm passionate about it, but I do honestly think that in 2024 through to 2026, that energy healing is really going to explode. And mm. more and more people are going to mm. start working with mm. that and having a look at That's that. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because the way we have lived so far actually just caused stress. Yeah, exactly. Right. And we're seeing and it lovely, with addictions, with over. That's right. You know, that's you right. Have, that's right. To have a balance, haven't you? That's right. Overworking, one of the biggest issues. Mm. Right. But overworking is often also down to not wanting to face you being in a quiet state because what happens is you start thinking and thinking about yourself, thinking about your life. And most people don't want to do this because it can be quite scary, right? Thoughts racing one million uh, miles an hour. Uh, it is exhausting. So therefore, the distraction of work actually means I don't have to look at myself. No, they're not dealing with whatever it is that's making them unhappy. And that that that's the, you know, I actually thought that the other day. I actually said, am I happy? And again, that's a, a, a you know, when you're running around and looking after children and parents and mm-hmm. animals and sometimes mm-hmm. is that happiness? Is is do you feel happy? Again, it was that what am I feeling sort of scenario. Um, but yeah, just energy healing can get you to understand and feel and know exactly what your emotions are all about. That's right, that's right. And I always say for me, happiness is when I do things that come easy to me. That's happiness for me. Yeah, it flows. Right. Mm. Yeah. And uh uh 
I've got my own uh, television channel called Elevated Minds TV. And one of the things you learn there is how to manifest successfully. But you also learn about resilience. What does resilience actually mean? You learn about leadership because, you see, in order to guide other people, you actually need to become your own leader. Parents need to be their own leader because they have the responsibility of guiding their children. Yeah. But if you don't know what leadership means, or if you have a false picture of leadership that your ideas have to come from you, and no matter what your team members within your family say, it doesn't matter, and children want to be heard, and they have a right to be heard. Now, it doesn't mean that you follow their idea, but you give them the opportunity to voice their idea because that makes them feel part of the team. Yeah. And it's not easy, is it? I, You know, energy healing is not easy. Emotions are not healing. Parenting is not easy, you know, but it's worthwhile having a look at these things and really working at them. Definitely. You do Absolutely. come to a place of much more centred and balanced. Absolutely. And, and thank you for mentioning your channel. Um, that's really exciting, Connie. So where can people start watching watching your channel? Well, the channel is available on Roku, Roku TV or Roku Box or Roku Stick. And there you find my channel, which is called Elevated Minds TV. And it is time for people to elevate and upgrade themselves. And my channel is all about how to upgrade yourself, how to upgrade your inner world, because when you upgrade your inner world, you automatically upgrade your outer world. It's it, it's a byproduct of your inner work. Yeah. So that is where people can find me. And uh, I'm so excited about other things coming my way in 2024. And yes, stay tuned because there will be lots of excitement, lots of fun, and uh, how to live life uh, in a joyful way, in a blissful way. I think that's a brilliant place to finish the recording, but to start 2024. So, Happy New Year, Connie. I hope that Happy New Year to you is a fabulous year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Happy New Year to all our my listeners and yes. uh, it's going to be a much better year. I have a feeling. I feel it in my waters <laughs> that 2024 <laughs> is going to be so much more positive for people. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. excited about it. And that's a good energy to start yeah. Yeah. the new year yeah. with. And it's true, you know, and I'd like to wish all the listeners a very happy 2024. But one thing really is you cannot heal what you don't feel. And that's why, you know, to do the inner work will be painful, can be painful. But we can also put a spin on things where we can laugh at it and make it far more enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for being with us um, on New Year's Eve, Connie. It's really lovely to have you here. 
And if you've enjoyed listening to us, then um, first of all, Happy New Year for 2024 and um, like and share. And you can always subscribe to Balm to the Soul as well on the start of a new year, a new journey that would be for you. So um, thank you so much. And I will speak to you soon. Hi, everybody. This is Natasha Joy Price from Dandelion Therapies and Balm to the Soul. And I just wanted to thank all the listeners, all my listeners for their support on Balm to the Soul. It is very much appreciated. If you're enjoying the content of the episodes, which I hope is quite diverse spiritual practices, then please like and share and subscribe. Subscribers will get additional energetic information and content from my book, Freedom of the Soul. So it's well worth subscribing. It's the, I think it's $5, which is the equivalent of £3.24 a month. So it certainly won't break the bank. And it just might take you on a spiritual path that you weren't expecting. So have a look at that. And thank you very much again.